on page Gimel, in the name of Kuntus Havayda, this second parak, Kuntus Havayda, and Kabbal Salmach HaShemayim, Yerushemayim. The Rebbe Shab Shchusagin was talking about Hagadar Bachush HaRi'ir. We spoke about this, first we spoke about the different Madragas, the different Madragas of Eden, of Jews, and how each of those how each of those individuals can be affected by a re'ir, by seeing something that's not proper. And the category that we admittedly fit into is the third category of, of people who are trying to be good Jews but are still not are still not oivde Hashem kidaboy, are not serving Hashem as Baruch in such a way of the two Madragas he was talking about people who are so far removed from any from any chait, from any aver and people, even people who have such a spyless and hysterachus in, in their avoid that shasmaisim and the davening they, they don't even they don't even see the world the mamsh, they're closed off to the entire world they don't see the world at all so we, we're not in such of such a madriga. And therefore the Rabbi says that the that the Iker avoiding in Yoshamayim by regular people who are trying to who are trying to enter into the world of his Bainanus to be able to come closer to Hashem's Baruch and to think about God and so on, the Iker Avaida is Yagdil Atzmay Bhushavir to create boundaries and a fence, a wall, to distance himself from seeing something that's not right because of the effect that that could have upon him. So we're on page Gimel in the commentary, Aisyud Aleph. Aisyud Aleph in the commentary. Ayyad Al Hadrukhshir, Yud Bais. Fishna is Barla El. Yud Bais. Rabbeinu Medavra al Oyvde Hashem, Sha'iskim Avaida Pnimis. The Rebbe is talking about Yidin Har the Hashem. In other words, they really, really are working hard. Shaiskim Havayda Pnimis. And the Isaac in Havayda Pnimis. El Shadayim La Yigil Ledekach Shavadosim Tiekedeboi. It's most Shkarach Shaf Shkarach. They haven't reached the Madraga where their Havayda Hashem should be Kedeboi. The Avodas Hashem is not without lapses into 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 inyanim that are problems with Sumeran and things that have not yet been finished with Asay Toiv. There are there are difficulties and problems, but there are there are Avodim, there are Avodas Hashem that are Oiskim Avodas Pnimis. Ulafirah Mazir Oisam. Therefore, the Rebbe warns them. In other words, if you're such a person that you are you are you are really trying to you are really trying to establish a relationship with Hakadosh Baruch not, not to go through just to go through the motions, but the emes bemes you want to be able to be an oivet Hashem, and you understand that the mitzvahs of your life is that you're not from the first two types. Of people that are madrega, that they never do anything wrong, not the machshava, not the dibur, but 
not, you're not such a person. That, <coughs> but you're a yid that's trying, and you're and you're not over there, Shem Kedaboy. You're not on the, on the highest madrig of a Jew. But you want to be over there, Shem. Avoid the pnimis. You want to have a kesher to the Rebbeinu Shalom. So the hikkur of the maimer of this chelik of the countries of Avoid, really the whole countries of Avoid, is to speak to such a yid. Just like the just like the Tanya, you know, the Benin is a big, big big person, but the Tanya is not the talk for the tzaddik, and the Tanya is not a safer for the Rishoyim. The Tanya is a safer for that person, for that person who's struggling to become a, a big tzaddik, who wants to be an Eved Hashem. So too, what the Rebbe is saying here, what the Rebbe Hashab is saying, is that for anybody who really wants to, who who really wants to. Um, me, who really wants to live such a life of of, of a connection to Kadosh Baruch Hu, you you can't do it, you can't do that. He says, without without working very hard, and this is not something which is later on in one's avoda, but without working very hard and the chushaviyah on what one looks at with one's eyes. On Kedusha Sinai, I'm trying to lift up the eyes. Lefi Hamaser Hashem Shabli Hagdor B'Chusha Ve'Ir on page Gimel Aisyud Beis. That's what the Rebbe is warning. Shabli Hagdor B'Chusha Ve'Ir. But if a person does not work on refining the Chush, that sense of Ve'Ir of seeing. He says, it's not really possible, it's not really possible to have true Hatzlacha and Avayda Pnimis in serving Hashem in a deep way, in an Avayda Pnimis, it's really not possible. With deep thoughts and deep meditation in the mind and the great awakening of the heart. It's not really possible without being the person who is magder himself, who works very hard in the chushariya on what he sees. It's really not possible. As the Rebbe is going to explain, that the person, the person who is not careful with the chushariya, with what he sees, with what he watches, so that person, whether he realizes it or not, there's a creepiness, there's a cooling down, there's a coldness that comes upon him. There's a there's a coldness, and and as a result of that, any avoda that he's trying to do, any avoda pnimis that he's trying to do, can't really be matzliach. I mean, it doesn't mean it's not worth it and it's not chashiv, but he can't see, he can't see from the avoda pnimis real hatzlocha, as long as his eyes are not in the right place. And as hard as you work, you find yourself working so hard to be a better Jew and to do things the right way and to have a shaykhist like a shbaruch and tefillah and so on. But without the hakdor and the chushari'iyya, you'll be very frustrated because you won't reach the tachlis ha'avayda. You just won't come to the tachlis ha'avayda. Shehi, which is what? What's the tachlis of one's avayda? 
Lahargish Hiskarvis Amitis Lulukus. To feel a true, true closeness to Lulukus. Lahavdil Elif Alpha Hevdalis is a marshal, is a very, very silly marshal, but just a marshal ba'alma, of something that's not at all, the, the nimshal is not, but just a marshal ba'alma, that a person, like we spoke about, that a person who is trying to establish a kesha, a chasm and kalim, a husband, a wife, a chasm and kalim, trying to establish a kesha, if that person's eyes are not in the right place, so any any avoider that he does on strengthening the kesha that he has with his kala, with his wife, whatever, any avoider in that area is not going to be betachel sashleimus. It's not going to really be pile on him. Because the eyes, the eyes are not focused. And Mimela, there's a krivis, there's a coldness that that creates in a relationship. So you see that even though in the veld, in the world outside, there's the people that they talk about such passion and fire and this, all kinds of, and it's all, and it doesn't last, it doesn't. It's, it's through the krivis, the fire. It was a taiva, but it wasn't a divakis. It wasn't a dvekis. The dovak be'ishtay a dvekis. To be dovak means that there's nothing else. And when a person lives in a world where, where the eyes are wandering around, the shaitatayis v'chol ha'aretz, where the eyes are straying and wandering, so the eyes more than any of the other senses, he talks about listening and so on, but more than the other chushim, the eyes, the eyes, when they're not properly focused, take a person out of a place of Devekis. So, again, it's just a marshal. But as far as one's Avedis Hashem is concerned, the Rebbe is going to explain that when, the, when a person is not careful, does not try to work on the Chush so then it's not really possible it's really not possible to feel a true closeness to Hashem's work. Klaimer, the bottom paragraph on Gimel. Hagdara b'riya, working hard to make this hagdara, as we've been talking about, to create a boundary with one's with one's riyah, with one's vision, with one's eyesight. Hagdara b'riya, v'chein kol shar hagdaras sheyiduba aleihen beprokim habayim, and all the other hagdaras. That the that the Rebbe is going to discuss, that are going to be discussed in the in the upcoming program, Mitzat Kabbalos Al Malchus Yisbarach, which is all part of Kabbalos Al Malchus Shemaim. Person asks, what does it mean to accept upon myself Al Malchus Shemaim? So the Rebbe is teaching here in this part of the Kuntras that the Ikar Avodim Itzidenim, as far as Kabbalos Al Malchus, accepting Hashem as the Malchus of Hashem is to be magdir ourselves, is to is to create these fences, these boundaries when it comes to when it comes to seeing and hearing and so on. To be magdir ourselves. all of that is Hirakide La Hakshir Asa Adam. Is Kidela Hakshir Asa Adam. Shayuchal has dabek lelakus. 
refining our senses, particularly our eyes, all of that is to prepare a person and to get a person ready <coughs> that now he'll be able to be Mizdabek Belakus. Now he'll be able to have a relationship with Hashem. What this person wants is to is to think deeply upon the greatness of Hashem, to be more love of Hashem in his heart. As we're going to see, in order for a person to be able to do that, to have a, to have that ability to be misbeinin in godless Hashem, and to be able to be more to awaken within oneself and harvest Hashem. What's necessary in order for that to happen, to prepare the person for that, is is Kabbalah Samal Which means to be magda oneself in the and specifically but others as well. Shabai, so he says, Anybody who's ever done that knows that any time that you that you spend, even if it's even if it's a, a, a few hours, certainly if a person spends a day where he doesn't look at anything that he shouldn't see, Mimamish makes an effort not to look anywhere. If a person tries that even for an hour or two, not to look at anything, not at words and not at people that, are, that he shouldn't look at, or anything that he shouldn't look at, then the person is, feels uplifted by that in a very remarkable way. I'm not talking about if somebody's just, you know, by himself stuck in a forest and looks at trees and birds. When a person is in the, the, where there are a thousand opportunities and things that are screaming out to you to look, to look. Even if a person, it's not getting less to the women than to the men, but even if a guy, a person is going and he has a taiva to look and, and one thing passing by, one thing he shouldn't look at, and he holds himself back, there's already an aliyah in Ruchnius. He already feels an aliyah in Ruchnius if he doesn't look. Feels no in Ruchnius. Because these Hakadaras, these boundaries that a person makes, they take away. They take away. When you make a wall between yourself not to see things that you shouldn't see, so when you make that wall, that takes away the wall between a person and God. That takes away that which is lacking. You from feeling a regish shakir of amiti lelakus, a feeling of true closeness to God. Now the person feels that very strongly. If they, when a person tries it, they feel it very, very strongly. See in base. That explains what happens when you look at the wrong thing. Page hey. There are people who stay away from doing anything bad. Lemaisa they don't do bad things. But they feel the heart pulling them to look at bad things. They don't do they don't do those things. They don't do bad things. They're not God forbid going Lamaisa the pile to do bad things. But they're fascinated by bad things. And the heart draws them and they think about it. There's something, the Rebbe speaks about something very, very deep inside of a person now. And I'm, and you'll see that right away, intuitively, we're going to feel a resistance to what the Rebbe is saying. And that's because we have big problems. 
But afterwards, if you think about it, and then you try it a little bit, you'll see that there isn't. That's what he's talking about. But there's going to be some resistance. There's going to be some resistance. So he says, these people who, are, who don't do bad things, they don't do any of those things. But the heart, there's this thing that's tugging inside the heart. Lirais ulahabit. To see things. In other words, if there's something passing by, ulahabit means to, to look at. More of a focused way of looking. There is such a thing inside the heart that's pulling them. It's interesting, the Rebbe says that when the person does have a little bit of a look at something he shouldn't, it's Bekaruch, it doesn't have a big effect upon it. It doesn't have, it's Bekaruch. It doesn't, it doesn't, uh, in other words, he remains, it, it's, it's with a, a coldness. It doesn't get him fired up. He doesn't feel at that time. He doesn't feel at that time. He doesn't feel his pilus, some sort of excitement. It's Bekaruach. He looks, he looks at it. There's something inside that tells he, he knows. He knows he's supposed to keep his eyes down. But he doesn't. So he looks a little bit. But then it, it doesn't, he's not in his fault from it. Doesn't, he's not in his fault from it. So we would say, well, he, that's, he, he, he was successful. He was misgaber. All right, he slipped. He shouldn't have looked. But he did look. But at least it's Bekar Ruach, and he doesn't feel any kind of his pilus. A lot of people would say that about themselves. People would say, well, I go here all the time. I see this all the time. This that doesn't have, it doesn't make a ratio. I'm not disqualified from this at all. I'm not disqualified from this at all. So, the Abbey says now something that that might be disturbing. Obamis, he says, the truth is, Sibas Hamashicha, the reason that you feel yourself being drawn towards seeing things like this, whether it's with people or on a computer or whatever, a movie, a television, Bamis or a book, Bamis, Sibas Hamashicha, the true reason that the person feels drawn. This is interesting because even, even when, he, when he sees it, it's not like he gets so in, he doesn't get into it. So what is it inside? Why can't he keep his eyes down? Why doesn't he put it? Why doesn't he keep his head down? So the Rebbe says, "Bemis sibas hamashicha, whom Rebnei shetanug nafshay beetsim, hamakushabizeh." The reason, the reason that he is that he's drawn to this, even though he doesn't do bad things. But the reason that it interests him is because there's a part of the soul, we're going to talk about this in Mitzvah, not this Mitzvah Shabbos, around 11 Mitzvah Shabbos is from now. I have it all worked out. <laughs> that there's a part of a person that's called Tanug Navshoi Be'etzim. When there's something, there's, there's something that gives a person Tanug gives him pleasure in his in his soul. Tanug nafshe be'etzim. When a is a nature tanug nafshe be'etzim homakushavuza. When a person's pleasure and enjoyment, not consciously, not that he thinks about it, 
Not that he does bad things, he doesn't do anything bad. So why is he interested in this? Why is he interested in this? What do you have the shyness to this? What do you what do you feel that this like a magnet that pulls you that you have to look and then you look away or that you don't care if it doesn't make why do you have to look? So then he says because there is a part of himself deep inside that, that has a deep pleasure in this. It's a tonic that the person feels. Feels a pleasure. And th- and with this that it reaches this point inside of himself, he's Makushabaza. And and the and, and the Rishab brings a famous Gemara. Again, we'll talk about all of this much more when we do the when we do the notes, the beer. He says, Al Derh Hamavua Binyan Enya Deba is a derh. The Gemara is talking about the Virchem Zakai. The Virchem Zakai was the God Hadar. It was the God Hadar. And and yet Rabbi Yechimazakai, as you know, many of you remember that the Gemara tells us that Rabbi Yechimazakai before before he died, when he was when he was about to die, he said such a frightening thing. He says, I see two paths that are before me, if any are there. I don't know if I'm going to the Ganadin, if I'm going to Ganadin, to the good place, or if I'm going to the bad place, if I'm going to Gehenna. The students are very, very shocked by such a thing. And they said, Rabbi, what do you mean? Amud Aimi, Padish Chazak, the God Lador, the pillar of the entire Jewish people. So, what are you talking like that? Rabbi Yechon Zaka said in himself, and, and, and we understand that this is not any uh, any attempt to, to leave the world like making a real impression on people. Because Rabbi Yechon Zaki, Rabbi didn't care about things like that. And yet he said about himself that he sees two paths before him. I don't know where they're going to take me after I die. So how could there be such a thing? Here we're talking about a tzaddik that never had a machshava dibra ma'isa that wasn't good. He never had. He never did anything bad. We know from many places in Chazal about Rabbi Yechon and Zakai. And yet he said in himself, any idea? I don't know, Mr. Malichan, I see where they're taking me. So the Rebbe says, Sheyochaliyas de Bekaiches Hagluyim. There is such a thing, even with a great person, great beyond anything we could comprehend, that even with a great person, there's, a, there's such a thing that a person, Bekaiches Hagluyim, the Kaychas Agli means with with the Kaychas that he sees revealed in his life with his Kaychas Agluyim in what? in learning Torah in Avayt and Davening and Mitzvah he sees himself again we can't even be Masik with Avayt and the kaiches that he had, Abircham Azakai, and he saved the whole Yiddishkeit. Abircham Azakai, as far as the kaiches hagluyim, what he saw in his life, as far as how much he accomplished, and his attachment to Kadosh Baruch Hu, to Torah Mitzvahs, and so on. But it's still possible. This is what Abircham Azakai was worried about. He was crying that even though 
with all of the kaychas agluyim, with everything that I see in my life, my life is a life that's filled only with Torah mitzvahs. But he was afraid that maybe the etzem nafshay, it could be that the that the etzem hanefesh, that deep, deep down, in some in some part of myself that I'm not conscious of, etzem nafshay besach haklipas vasitvachuch, could be that my that that deep inside of myself and that part of myself that I'm not consciously aware of, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still in the place of the klipas and the sitrach of the other side. I'm still in the other in the place of the other side. So the Rebbe says, I mean, Akedah Kathed Yechon Zakai said, any day like see, and that's hard to understand because what was he saying is that. He's afraid that that he's going to be judged according to that part of himself that wasn't known to him. That maybe the inside of himself he was still that he was attached to things that he had a, he had a that, he, that the etzem anefesh was still in the place of klipas somehow. So even a person like Rebbe Zakai was unsure, was so unsure of himself to the last moment of his life. And my life might be a Gan Eden Dikke life that I led. But it could be there's a Gehenim inside of me. There's, it could be there's still a Gehenim inside of me. That's what, that's what he was. Maybe there was a, there's a Gehenim inside of me. It's a Kleep, isn't it? It's still. Somehow. But, so they were going to be done because it wasn't Mavara that? So I said, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not talking about that right now. Because it's just. It's, that's not the, the main thing. He's not. So I said a minute ago. Was, was he talking about? Is there a din on that? I'm not getting into that. The point is that there's a part of oneself. I'm not talking about the judgment. It's not important for this. But there's a part of oneself that, after years and years and years of avoda and so on, there's an etzem hanefesh that could still be. That could still be. I don't want to use it, but it can still be very much affected and influenced by the klipas nesajah, even though you're not consciously aware of that, even though you don't see that in your life. The Rebbe is explaining what is it in a person, you know, we don't understand Yechon Ezeke, that's what to talk about, what he was worried about. The Rebbe is only using this to show that even the greatest people, even the greatest people weren't entirely confident and certain about whether the etzim of who they were, the, whether the essence had been refined, and whether all the blockages and all the and all the obstacles had been removed in the course of their lifetime. So, if that's the case with Yechem Zakai, so what could anybody else say? So he says, "Kain hu b'dover hazeh." Rabbi says, "So it is with this." Even though this person, who for some reason, he doesn't know why, there was something that was pulling him to look. Why should he look at this? <clears throat> and yet there's something that pulled at him to look. And then he looks away. And he doesn't feel that he had any aspilus. He doesn't feel that it made a rishim on him. But he says, Even though this person is so far removed from any ra. From doing anything wrong, father Abba, for I said next page, I said Taiv, I said I believe. Not only that, but in his kaiches agluyim and all the kaiches that's revealed to him that he sees in his life, he's doing good things. Everything he does is good. 
Everything is good. Mikolmakom, nevertheless, etzem tanug nafshay, it could still be that the etzem tanug nafshay, that the actual pleasure, that part of oneself, that gives tanug, that gives pleasure to the nefesh, it could be that it's still neshuka, immersed or makusha, and attached, binyan ra, Rahman Laslan to something bad, Rahman Laslan. The Zois he Sibas Hamashicha El Habata Vestaglas. And this is the cause this is the cause of that force of gravity that it feels like for a person. After all the years of Avaida that he's being pulled to look at things that he shouldn't look at. And that was talking about about Rebbechem and Zakai, and we're not talking about Rebbechem as I looked at, not, um, but Rebbechem and Zakai was afraid. Who am I, Be'etzim? What is it that gives, what gives the, the Etzim HaNefesh of who I am the deepest pleasure? Is it Elokus? Is it Godliness that which gives me the deepest pleasure? Or are there other things, darker things inside of me that are pleasure, that, that give me pleasure? And that question that question was bothering Abiyachim and Zakai, I'm sure not just at the last moment of his life, but his entire life. When it came down to the last moment of his life, and he, and he said, There are two paths. I'm talking about the dinim and anything, but a tzaddik of that level, his whole life, was, he was trying so hard to get to, to bring Elokus into the Etzim HaNefesh of who he was. And he was afraid that maybe when you dig down deep inside of me, underneath all of the Torah and all of the mitzvahs and all of the treatments and all the Maisim Torah and everything that I did, maybe inside of me, there's still that, or still, there's that, there's that nakuda of, 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 uh, of something that's not pure. And, and that's why with another person, not Yechem even though, even though he might not pay attention to this thing that's passing by or whatever. You might not look at it or talk about hearing something, but he feels drawn to looking at it. He feels drawn to hearing about it. Because in the Etzim Anefesh, there's a tonic that it gives. It, it, it gives this feeling of tonic. V'zaisi sibas ha-mashicha el ha Now the person looks at this, when he, he looks at this with the Ruach. And he thinks that because he looked at it in a way that's detached and cold, that it doesn't make any kind of an imprint upon his soul. The Rebbe explains that that's not true. We'll see. We'll continue. Let, let's learn the parish because we'll get started and learn the parish. Is the Rebbe saying that that's a natural thing or that's a bad thing? Why is that a contradiction? It can be, can't be natural and, and bad. Uh, I guess if it's a natural thing, a person could have a little bit more physic from it and say it's a natural thing that it exists. Um, and part of my Hashem put it there, and part of my avodah is to constantly yeah. overcome that right. and go viper, right. as opposed to saying uh, at some point in my life I must have seen something or done something, and even though that Lamais, I'm doing a lot of good things, but at some, I'm really, uh, you know, a, a big low life. No, no, no. Hey, 
However, for people like ourselves in our generation, who are who have been bombarded with so many things that the eyes have seen, so many things we've heard, it's it's um, it could be extremely disheartening. You know, a person after so many years of trying avoid and so on, and still is struggling with the most base and vulgar. Uh, Tavis, so it could be extremely disheartening, and it doesn't mean Khalila that that Muhammad is not very, very important, and all of the things that Rabbi you know, was, <laughs> everything that we learned. That's when you're making no progress. That's what gives us the biggest. That's always yeah. my favorite. That's Allah Muhammad. Yeah, Allah Muhammad means that Allah Muhammad. That we thank Hashem that we that we have the opportunity to fight Muhammad. When we're thanking Hashem for Muhammad. I'm in the Muhammad. I'm in the The rest of the world has given up. But I'm in the Muhammad. So that Muhammad is very, very special to Baruch. And as far as, I'm not talking here, the Rebbe's not talking about how Hashem judges us or measures us. The Rebbe went along with that program, the Balsham Tevin. But, but the Rebbe's saying is for ourselves and our Avaida. To be able to feel the mystique, the sweetness of the Hashem, that unless unless we become proactive in guarding our senses, we could be deluding ourselves. You have to become proactive. So the Rebbe is bringing this party to show how there are there are deep things inside of a person that that he he doesn't think about consciously, but if he doesn't work on on if he's not magdir his chushim. Especially if he has eyes, so so he could be fooling himself, and and, and that and that is a mitzvah to stay away from, you know, to, to fool ourselves. So we'll, we'll see more. We'll look in look on page hey in the parish Yud Gimel. Tanug and a person feels. That is explaining what, what is it that fools you to look at this thing? You're not going to do any avera. You're not going to do something bad. So what do you what do you have still? What do you have a time to look? There's a tanug that is attached to the etzem hanefesh to the actual soul of a person. There are different levels of pleasure. There are external tanugim. Tanugim chitzaniyim. And there are pleasures that are deeper pleasures. And then there are pleasures that are mamish bound to the soul of a person. These are the, deep, the, deep, the deepest tanugim in a person. Ludugmer, for instance. A person who has pleasure eating good food. The pleasure 
with eating good food, something that tastes good, that's a tanuk chitzayni. It's an external pleasure. Shein and ageya, that's a nafshay. It doesn't touch the etzim nefesh, even if it was, even if it was perfectly prepared, you know, with the, everything was kavaldik. It doesn't reach the etzim nefesh. However, if we compare that Tanug to the Tanug that a person feels when he understands and he's able to absorb something that was very, very deep and complicated, very deep and complicated that he couldn't get and now and now he understands it. Now there was a breakthrough, he mamish understands it. and this he was working so hard understand something. He couldn't get it. And he's working and working so hard to understand something. And now his eyes have, his, I mean, the eyes of his mind are shining. And he's able to manage to understand the depths of this Indian. He understands the That's a deeper tonic. That's a tonic pnimi v'naliyosa. That's already a deeper pleasure. L'malamiza, a higher pleasure than even that. Ha'oinig v'anachas ruach she'esh l'adam me'snagus toiva b'miuchat shliyotze chalotzev. The nachas that a person feels when one of his children or his grandchildren does something beautiful, is living in the right way. That tonic that a person feels is a very deep tonic. Ashamuv and shnachas ruach mi'banav. When a person has nachas ruach in his children, that touches more the depths of a person's soul. More so than than any physical pleasure, and more so than even the the intellectual pleasure of understanding something that you couldn't understand. The tanug that a parent has from feeling the nachas ruach for a child. Why is that? Since the children come from the essence of the person. A child is not an external extension of a person. The child is mamish, from the panemius to panemius, that the Tanya talks about in Tanya. The child comes from that place in the mind, and the mind is the deepest part of the person. That's where the child comes from. And therefore, the rotsin that the parent has that the child should that the child should act and behave in a, in a beautiful way that rotsin comes from the deepest part of who we are because the child is attached in the deepest place comes from the from the essence of a person Pinimius, the pinimius of a person is the child so when the child does something that's good and you see even a parent that in himself he's not acting a certain way Let's say he's not learning really, but the biggest nachas he has that my, my son is a tamachach. My son is learning. Wow, that's the biggest nachas. That comes from that that, that that shows us what he what's really really important to him and how much tamag he has and pleasure, what the deep pleasure that he has from his from his from his son or from his daughter. That comes from the pnimius pnimius of the nachas that one has from one's children 
is mushrash, it's rooted mamish in the depths of a person's soul. The nachas that you have from the nachas that you have from your children. That's what that's what the Rebbe is saying. A person whose heart still pulls at him <coughs> to look at things that he shouldn't look at. Even though Lamaisa, who even though practically speaking. He, he, he would never do these things. He's, he's far removed from these things. And not only that, he knows this person after he looked at what he shouldn't have looked at, he, for a second he looked at it, and then he turns away, he knows that the Shahabati he ruach, is with a coldness. It didn't even get him excited. He wasn't excited about what he saw. So he might think, wow, that must be that in the essence of my nefesh, in the essence of who I am, I'm very far removed from this thing. That's why I didn't feel any hispilus. The Rebbe says, no. He says, it's just the opposite. He says, it's just the opposite. The fact that your, that your heart still has managed to get you to look at that thing after all these years you're still looking for a second you, you, you still couldn't hold your eyes down you're interested you're fascinated you, you have to take a look something is pu- pushing your head to take a look that itself proves that's a proof that the pleasure that this is that you're looking at that this forbidden thing gives you it's very deeply engraved in you. You involuntarily, involuntarily, you, 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 you look at that. That's, 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 that's something that's it's engraved inside of you. There's a yid, there's a very, very special yid that he worked for many years, he worked for many years in the Mossad. The, in that cell of the Mossad and he was married a little bit <clears throat> married a little bit later in life and he, he, I was once talking to him and his wife they were saying a very funny story that after they were married they went after a little bit they went on a vacation together and and they were walking across a bridge someplace in Europe they went on a vacation they walked across a bridge and she was walking behind him, and she tapped on his shoulder. She wanted to point out something very beautiful. So she tapped on his shoulder, and he turned, and he grabbed this. He grabbed by the by the neck or something, and flipped over, almost killed her. Flipped her over and and, and put his knee on it, like on her. And oh, it was his collar. <laughs> and she said she she had to go to the hospital. She she had to go to the hospital. Just. He felt like somebody come, you know, come up after him, and he's on a bridge in Prague or something, you know, <laughs> and he, because he had done all these things like killing, uh, you know, assassinating Arabs in different places. He was into this stuff, <laughs> and he just felt someone like tap him. He went, oh, he just grabbed <laughs> and flipped her over, and she said she was like lying down the bridge. She was almost dead. He said, oh, you know, it was his collar. Usually you wait a few weeks or months. <laughs> you know, start off like that. It's not, it's not nice. You know? 
But you understand, this was a person who for, who for years, for years, he was trained in, in, in a way that it, Mamash gets into, it seeps into the brain in such a way the training was so, so strong that he, his reaction to such a thing that when you don't see and, and someone touches you, he had such a, he had such a, a strong uh, reaction. Because that, that Indian is Chokuk, it became engraved. When, when that's and that's something that was that's something that was uh, that came with work and with training and so on. But when, how much more so when it comes to the inyanim of this world that a person is drawn to from the time they were in the world, that a person is drawn to and fascinated by and and seduced by all the inyanim in this world, <coughs> that that he can't explain why is it that after all these years of learning and davening, why is it that there's something here and and I find like. That you know that that, that uh, the, the eyes are wandering. That I, I, me- I mentioned many times in the shul, it's, it's a very well-known thing. How Rav Scheinberg is all good on sign, you know that Rav Scheinberg in Yerushalayim. So he's he's from the Lower East Side. Originally, Rav Scheinberg is Leonor, is already very very old, and and uh, yeah, he has a lot of sisters. Yeah. So Rav Scheinberg. Rav Scheinberg uh, was was t- talking this in the yeshiva. There are different versions of this. I heard this from one of the Talmudim, a student of mine who learned by Rav Scheinberg. So he said that, uh, that Rav Scheinberg was talking and about certain inyanim with Taivas and things like pull and and uh, and and the, like the boys didn't, didn't, weren't girls like the, that they have such a Sahara like you know for this. So Scheinberg said uh, a sentence. Rav Scheinberg said that. I haven't seen or heard or heard a Yankee game since Lou Gehrig. So that's already a, a mahalo, right? Since like whatever it is, since the 1930s. He says I haven't listened to a game, and to this day, he says, "Rashami is almost 100 years old." Leonardo, he says, "When I if I walk in in the basement and I hear somebody mention the Yankees, I slow down when I'm walking to hear. <laughs> I slow down a little bit just to hear." Maybe something was done. He said it himself, Northern God. After all the years, talking about a tzaddik, a guy, you know, he says, I still, I, I slow down a little bit. That was something. It rings, it rings. We were talking about that a little bit last week. That part of a person that's, is a tanuk benefish. Is a tanuk benefish. Such so the Rebbe saying. The fact, the fact that afterwards he's able to shrug it off and say, "Nah, nah, that's nothing. It's nothing." Uh, and Rashi then, after that happens, so then he, he he goes to his apartment and he asks his wife to dig up some old Yankees uh, yearbooks or something. No, it's not his kind. It doesn't even register. But but he was able to say, "I'm here. I'm listening for that. I I hear it. It sounds different than other things. It sounds different than other things." As if somebody would have been talking about the Mets, or somebody been talking about the Giants. He said the Yankees. That is something. Because there's, there's a tonic benefish. And even though the person after that, the person doesn't even think about it. It's nothing. It's bekaruach. It's bekaruach. It's not the spell from it. It's not the spell. It's not like if Schomburg goes out and he says, you know, could we, could we get together some guys and choose up a game or something? You know, play ball. It's not the spell. 
but he's saying that, there's a, that for, for, for you, for the, a boy to say that, that you're not interested in these things, <coughs> you, you're, you're, you're playing a game. With the etzim and nefesh, there's a tamig that has seeped into the etzim and nefesh. So that a person sometimes could feel depressed that he's so many years he's, he's trying to work on himself. And, and he still feels like that he can't control his, you know, to look. So, he has to realize, and the Rebbe is saying, that that's something which comes from the Mi'etzim HaNefesh. He says, Elolahepech, Mamesh, Shezeh, Shemikom Okam, Libam, Mareshech, even though consciously, you're not interested in this, you don't want to see it. And it's disgusting, it makes you sick. You don't want to look at this. Fech. <coughs> But still your eyes, you had moved a little bit, and you looked. That's a simon. That's what he says. That's a It's a simon. That what? That the pleasure <coughs> from this Dva Yisr is engraved very, very deeply inside you. Adl etzem nafshe. Adl etzem nafshe. Not this neshama, not neshama. To the etzim of his nefesh, there's an engraving of this thing, so that he, he, he involuntarily his head, his head goes up. Even though the guy doesn't feel excited and he doesn't have a chesh to start doing something bad, he doesn't start getting crazy. And he behaves in the right way. He goes about his business and he doesn't think about this. Nevertheless, there is a ra. There is something wrong. The person has to be careful. You might not feel it in a conscious way. And that's what Rabbi Yechem was afraid of. I don't know where they're taking me. You do at me. Everybody asks, Shari Rabbi Yochem and Zakai, how could that be? Rabbi Yochem and Zakai was in a Tana Kedisha. Okfisha, Fligu Chazal, Bukal Mekoymus, Agadlusai, the Torah of Avedis Hashem, and Chazal in many places talk about his greatness and learning in Avedis Hashem. O Bevadai, Hoyaniza, Betachlis. And there's no question that Rabbi Yechem Zakeh stayed completely, totally away. The tachlis, the sur meirav, I say toy from anything, any aver, anything that smelled of something wrong. The Yechem Zakeh was totally, totally separated from. The kate's not actually a suffolk, it's like, how could he possibly have a suffolk? How could he have a doubt? How could he doubt or wonder whether he's going to Ganeidin or he's going to Gehenim? What's explained in Chassidus? She yitachin she adam. It's possible that a person can be she bekoiches agluim shelo in the koiches that he recognizes, which means what? In his brain, rig shelavavo in the feelings of his heart, machshava diba meisah shelo in his thoughts, his words, his actions, and all koiches agluim. That means even his thoughts and his emotions. He's, he's a person that lives in every way in holiness. 
He lives completely free of anything foreign or bad. That there could still be a ra ne'elam, a hidden ra. That's engraved upon the etzam anafish. That he never ever really removed from within him. Even though this hidden ra never actually expresses itself, it doesn't come out. He doesn't act upon any of these things, not even with his thoughts. The only reason it doesn't slip out is because he's constantly learning and davening and doing mitzvahs. Still, there is the mitzvahs of that Ra that's inside. And that was Rabbi Yechem fear. It's Hagodl of his because of his great humility. He, he didn't have to be afraid of that, because, but because of his great humility, he was afraid. Maybe he has still something, that, that, that which is wrong, that which is evil, that's, that's hidden. And that because of the great madrega that he was on, the high madrega he was on in Torah and that he was going to be <coughs> judged even for that, that he didn't purify, that he didn't remove, he didn't extract from within himself. That he that, and he felt that maybe that he felt that maybe that I didn't I didn't succeed perhaps I didn't succeed in being care in uprooting and and extracting that ra that's, that might be deep inside of me. Like in the first part of Tanya, and then it's explained later on how the Rebbe explains in New Gimel. That Rabbi could say in himself that he was a Benini, that he's not a Tzad. That maybe, maybe he was afraid there was something inside that was still not, that was still not pure, that was still not holy. Allah has come of a camp when it comes to when it comes to a regular person. You know how many times we can look down on somebody that's doing the wrong thing. You can look down on somebody that's doing the wrong thing, and you think that that's horrible, that's disgusting, and deep inside, not Emek Hanefesh, you're chalishing to do that. And you're so angry at that person because he's doing it and you're not able to do it. You're not able to do it because you became from or whatever, you have kids, you get caught, whatever it is. Uh, God's watching, whatever the... But, but you look at this person you say, what a nice, what a manuva, what a mushkas, what a lucky guy. <laughs> what a lucky guy. So what? How could that be? How could you think that? You really do believe that that's an and It really upsets you and you, and you mock it with your kids. And everything is so strong. But inside you, the Oynik Shebenefesh has not yet been removed, the Tachlis. That's why the Rebbe is going to explain, we're going to begin more next week, about how we, we forget about all the Svaras. We have to magdir ourselves. And when we magdir ourselves, we forcibly work on ourselves not to allow the eyes to, to involuntarily go like that, but to do this Avayi that the Rebbe is going to talk about. Then you begin to feel an oinig hanefesh with learning and davening that you never felt before. Your learning is different. Your davening becomes totally different. When you when you fight against the other oinig shemenefesh, then the true oinig of a Jew <coughs> is able to be felt with such a sweetness that you never experienced in your life. That's what I was going to talk. Okay, we'll